The grace of Lord Jesus be with you all. Amen. I personally really appreciate for your patience and love and caring as a Korean first language pastor who does not pronounce your name correctly, especially when I pray, just reading, but still pneumonia and pneumonia is really confused. <laughs> and last Sunday, traditional worship service, I says, please be rise, twice. Not once, twice. But I didn't get complaint about that. And I didn't get a phone call yet from the victims. I think that's mercy and grace. The reason why our church standing on, on the curb by his mercy and grace, that is why his people, the church, doing like that. Thanks. My first sermon is already four months ago. I'm talking about Deo in Latin, living in the face of God, in his glory. So I emphasize that we are not alone. You could hide from your wife's eye, from wife's eye, but not from his eye. Think about that positively. We are not alone. Emmanuel God always be with us. And second preaching talking about, are you praying enough? Are you really praying for your husband and kids and yourself? My suggestion was, don't worry too much, even you cannot do that. The Holy Spirit, who knows Father's heart and your heart, your situation better than yourself, who intercedes for you all. And the meaning of being a Christian in the age of skepticism, what is the meaning? Our little children go to their own chapel. What is the meaning? When they start become a believer by His grace when they were young or the last one in the hospital, please call the pastors. I confess my faith and then got a baptism and be saved. What's the difference? Just think about the Home Depot daily workers who are waiting for their working field for the living, but He called us all year and then give us chance and privilege to work in his vineyard. Right, Trinity? She says, Daddy, last night you make a more mistake. Don't say vineyard. Vine, correct. Yard, correct. But not the vineyard. Okay. Working in his vineyard is kind of the privilege and joy instead of hard laboring. And last month, I'm talking about the repentance. We want to follow Jesus' life, imitation of Christ. But we must repent first, cleanse your sin, then we could follow him faithfully, fully obey him as Jesus obeyed his Father's will fully, perfectly. All those four preachings, I focus on the personal and individual Christian's life practical, actual life. But today, I want to share with you all as a group, as an assembly. Look at our beautiful church. I got a couple of phone calls from Korean ladies. First question from them, are you Mormon? I says, no. 
We are Lutheran. And their second question is, what is Lutheran? It's kind of a Catholic church or a friend of a Catholic church? And then the conversation cannot go deeper by the font. Too many stops to explain. And a couple of weeks ago, I stopped by a local Chevy dealership. In his blessing, my family member is now eight. So my 11 years old seven-passenger van, who hit the which hit the 200,000 mile, is not big enough. So I got an excuse from my wife. We need another used car. So when I stopped by dealership, I met the guy, the Andrew. He's a nice, handsome guy. And then I gave my card to him. A little bit hesitation over there because if he knew I'm a pastor, it's a little difficult to deal it. I want to make, save my money a little bit. But I did. And then he says, oh, I just live half a mile from the church. But I didn't know that that's the church. I thought that's the school. From those experiences, what I noticed First, our church building does not have cross structure, as you see. Somehow, their eyes, a church building does not have a cross, seems like Mormon or Jehovah Witness. And second, our beautiful stained glass. Until they're coming in, they cannot see it. We have two tall trees and then walls. And the roof is shaved down, so you cannot see it. It's only our privilege from inside. And third, our sign is old and small. So until you stop the car fully and then focus the on, zoom in, you cannot read it. And fourth, our church building looks like part of a school's gym. Please forgive me and don't mad at me about my pointing out because it's all, all about the church building and the facility. I not even started yet about you all. <laughs> what is the church means? According to the dictionary, it's a building and then maybe the worshipers meeting place and might be denomination. And then fourth one, like profession of the clergy, I got the idea, like Peter. Peter says, you, Lord, you're my Lord in Christ. And then Jesus says, I will build a church on that. It's from his confession. So I think still Catholic Church believe the clergy's profession is really stronger than normal actual people's profession, but we didn't follow them. Then, what is the Bible teaching us about the church? Bible says, church of God. Keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. Sounds like for me, it's like a people. He paid for our debt. He paid all. And we are forgiven and forgotten forever. He paid by his blood. So church, 
the people's gathering whose sins are forgiven, like you and me. And next one, to 1 Corinthians, to the church of God in Corinth, to those, first, sanctified in Jesus Christ, yes, we are, and called to be his holy people, yes, we are, and together with all those everywhere who call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and our, ours. What does this mean? In close distance, we have Baptist Church on the cross, and then next building is a Nazarene Church. Since they worshiping and call in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord, our Lord, is saying. That is why we believe we are one in one confession, in the one world. Still people, people's gathering. The church, the gathering group, they were called as a Christian first in the Antioch. As I understand the English grammar, BPP, were called means it's like somebody's called them, right? Not just named by ourselves. We're going to say Apostle Church and then posting it and we are Apostle Church. Instead of that, the Christians, the gathering together, believers gathering together as a church, and then certainly people around of them say, oh, they are Christian. Yes, we are Christian. The church is Christians gathering. Little tough stop here, visible and invisible church. We are all invisible church, reason why we cannot see each other's faith. Faith is invisible. So invisible church members could be the people right now who live in this earth and people who already passed away and then stay with God and Jesus at the heaven. So that's the invisible church means, real church. But visible church, those invisible church members gather together and worship him, become a visible church. But among that visible church must be maybe weed and wheat. Real Christian and not the real Christians go together and stay together. But Jesus says, don't worry about that. That will be my business. When I return, I'll figure it out. So in the visible church, there is the saved soul or lost soul together. So invisible church concept is bigger and more perfect than visible church. Because visible church is not a, you know, infinite terms. It's just available while you have flesh in this world. But don't worry. Jesus promised us, my sheep, my church, my Christians, they know they listen to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. He promised us. So instead of 
investigating among our visible church group who's weed. Instead of that, just focus on you are saved. He called your name. He know his your situation, and those kind of protections covered us now and forever. What does this mean? Four months ago, I introduced you all the term Koram Deo, and I believe lots of apostle members already knew that meaning. Another one is Aramic word, Maranatha. Is it recalled peanut butter company name? Or is it school name? Hey, Apostle Eagles, somehow my eyes on that the blue circle things looks really cool. I'm sorry, Pastor, but it's not a just school name. If you search the Google, you could see more than 100 schools out under the Maranatha, the name. It seems like something meaningful, right? Let me show you. Maranatha means, come Lord Jesus. In Aramic word, Reproduced in the New Testament only once. First Corinthians chapter 16 and 22. If anyone does not love the Lord, let the person be cursed and say, Maranatha, come Lord. And in the book of Revelation, he who testified to these things say, Yes, I am coming soon. Jesus says, I'll be back. I'll coming soon. Wait for me. And people say, Amen. That's true. Come, Lord Jesus. In the early Christian church, they have a huge persecution. Being a believer is not a simple optional leisure stop. Whether today go to church or golf course, not those kind of options. Die or leave. If you confess your faith, you, you might die. How could they endure? They have faith like that. Jesus promised, I'll be back. Hang on. The Holy Spirit will help you all. Wait for me. So their confession each time when they're gathering and worship together, Maranatha, Lord, come here. We are waiting for you. Like little kids, at the nighttime, getting dark, parents not coming yet. The little kids waiting for the parents. Parents, please come. But come, Lord Jesus, sounds familiar for the Lutherans, like you all, like a Luther's come on table prayer. Saying, Come, Lord Jesus, be our guest. Let this gift to us be blessed. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Is it Bible verse? Yes and no. Okay. Psalm 137, verse 1 is like, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Exactly that five verse. And come, Lord Jesus, as we see, the Corinthian and Revelation use them. But not to be our guest, let this gift to, to us be blessed part is no. It's Luther's confession. But it might be comes from the, Jesus says, Two or three gathering in my name, and I'll be there. 
So Luther strongly believed that each time when they have a meal in front of the meal, just pray all together. Come, Lord Jesus, we know you're going to come in. So we endure, we need food. And then be with us as you promised. And eating with us. But we lose the tension of the eschatology, the final day. We just speak out. Come, Lord Jesus. We're going to eat and come, Lord. Let's eat together. Not just that simple meanings. Deeper. Living like, oh, I like that sentence, love like there is no tomorrow. We Christians need that. Today, this worship might be your last worship. Then what are you going to do? But the Martin Luther bravely saying, if tomorrow will be the last day of the world, I will planting one apple tree. And somebody might say, oh, wait a minute. It sounds like one of the philosophers, Spinoza, saying, no. Before him, more than 100 years ago, Martin Luther writing down in his diary. His original owner. Ten virgins. Five of them described as wise, and five of them described as foolish. If you're going to some place, you, you fill your gas tank in the beginning. But certainly you noticed from here to your destination, no gas station. You could barely make it. But if something happened, heavy traffic or those kind of things, you might be stopped because of the gas. So some wise be prepared. They check it up the gas station, how far, or buy extra gas, and then pull in the tank, I mean the portable tank, and bring that. And the other group says, if piece of okay, we can make it. And on the way, one group arrives safely with that extra gas, and the other group, they are out of gas in the way. And then call to friend, hey, come, I know you have extra gas. Could you share with me? But rejected. And then first group arrived well and entered the banquet and enjoyed that. And the other group arrived lately. They got the AAA service and arrived lately, but knocking the door, but says, no, we have your list on it. Oh, we have invitation that's voided already. Maranatha, come Lord Jesus. We could be relaxed a little bit, but for me, worshiping right now is stopped by a gas station. The Lord built you as a really nice and perfect, well-equipped car. So we stop by church and then refueling with his word, in the, the, his gospel, in the word and sacrament. Apostle Lutheran Church and School. According to Pastor Chung, you're preaching, you sound like visible is not really important. Invisible is main stuff. Yes, I agreed. But while we're living in this world, our gathering, visible gathering, is important also because what is the church's goal? Gathering? Okay. Fill the gas in His grace. 
and then go out driving more and then proclaim and share your gospel with them. So to do those kind of homework, you have to look around your outside looking also well. We are 50 years old in this block. Next year will be 50th anniversary. But we easily assume they all know us because our location is really good and then our property looks big, nice. They all know us. But don't forget, some of them think about us, make the question mark. Church, school, good church, bad church. This is our face. Somebody could see us and then they could identify us in the first from that moment. A visible Apostle Lutheran church and school is our face for the people around of us. From there, they may have a chance to know us and worship with us as a one true invisible church. We are worshiping through it. We could taste a little bit of our triumphant banquet in the final day. When we gathered as one holy and universal church, our strength came out from what we believe instead of what we have, what we do. May the Lord sanctify us in the truth. Your word alone is truth. Amen.